This is the small business podcast that is sweeter than all the rest. Marketing, media, and cupcakes. What are the biggest fears for entrepreneurs? Well, we're going to discuss that today on Marketing, Media, and Cupcakes. Hello, I'm John Ando, along with my beautiful wife, Angel. Hi there. This is episode, oh, I think we're on 32, if oh, I'm not mistaken. Oh, my word. I remember being 32. I don't. Oh, I don't well, remember it at all. You don't remember last week, so it's okay. No, that's true, too. So uh, we're, we've been talking about fear uh, with small businesses especially, and we've been getting a nice response on that, and we want to continue that. Yes. Uh, we had Dr. Gleb on last week, who I that's love with fabulous. his... We were talking about Boeing and why they are fail well, having a failing season. I hope they can recover from it, from the tailspin. Pardon, yeah. pardon the, front, the, part, the pardon the pun there. That was an intentional pun. A little bit. Um, but we've been doing a lot. Uh, for those of you who are joining us for the first episode, uh, I have a business. It's called Ondo Media. We do commercial documentary production, media consulting. And we just launched a, a another division underneath that called Premier Podcast, which we are doing podcast productions for people who, you know, entrepreneurs and so forth who want to do a podcast, but they don't know where to start, but they want to have a professional sounding podcast and they don't want to spend four hours a week editing and all that type of stuff. So we launched Premier Podcast just a few weeks ago and mm-hmm. it's like every launch. And I remember way back many episodes ago, we talked to another entrepreneur and we said, How's, <laughs> how is that going? And he's like, it's hard. Mm-hmm. And it is hard. And yep. I won't lie. It is hard. We're, we got the sites up. We are talking with people. We're having a great positive response. But like any small business, it's taking time to get people to sign on the dotted line. We have a few clients coming on board and I have some fears. These are the struggles we all work with. So uh, marketing, meaning cupcakes, our real our real purpose here is we want to encourage small businesses. So yes. if you are starting a small business or you've been in small business or you're thinking about it, mm-hmm. we want to encourage you. We want to be transparent about what we've been through. And as we talk to other folks who are doing the side hustle or the main hustle, uh, there are things that you can deal with. So we're dealing with fear a little bit here, and we're going to kind of share a little bit about our stories. But I came across this article in Forbes, and it was written by the uh, uh, the Young Entrepreneurial Council, and it was a post by them called The Eight Biggest Fears of Entrepreneurship and How to Face Them. thought it was very interesting. Now, and since uh, and Angel has a full-time gig, she works for a major Fortune 500 company. She does all their customer service training, and she's a pro at that. So that's her main thing. But then she does the, the business she loves, her, her cupcakes on the side. So they talk about these eight fears. And the first one they get into is focusing on the wrong endeavor. endeavor. And the concept here was, uh, and I can understand this a little bit from my standpoint, um, when I began Ondo Media, the focus was video production. But very quickly I found out that uh, website building was a big deal, and we started building WordPress websites for our clients. And we were doing probably two-to-one WordPress websites to video production. And as time went on, and I did more and more of those, it be- one, I didn't enjoy it. I didn't like it. I thought it was easy. I could sit at my desk and just click mouses, and it would be great. But it turned out to be a nightmare. People wanted the websites changed so often, and you they would ask for things I was not skilled at. And since, again, I didn't want to bring other people in, it became a nightmare. So I dropped that, eventually completely dropped that from my services, and we just focused on video. So focusing on the wrong endeavor, and this article talks about uh, that he rec- this person recognized, a, multiple people wrote this, that he had been focusing on the wrong part of his business. So if, uh, again, that's one of your fears, uh, and I, I go back to this as just a rock-solid foundation for me, uh, 
in this, I, we, we're faith-based people here, so if you can't quite deal with that, you may not understand it. But the simple fact of the matter is, I believe all of us are, have a purpose and a design and a gift set. So if you're not enjoying your work, and I mean, we all have days that suck, I get that. But if you're not enjoying what you're doing, it's probably a good sign you're not doing the right thing. Something's mm-hmm. wrong. So when I began getting frustrated doing websites, it wasn't about the money. It was about, I don't like doing them. I feel frustrated. I when I When I said to myself, oh no, I have to do a website this week. I thought, this is not good. This is not why I built my business. So if you are already thinking these things, you may be focused on the wrong endeavor. Yeah, and that's what I keep thinking right now is, did I focus on the wrong endeavor by going into cupcakes and not cakes? And I I go back and forth because both of them come with their challenges. Yeah. Both of them come with their joy. So it's So right now, that's one of the... That's one of the things I'm struggling with on my side gig is, is this really what I want to do? In my full-time job, I knew after about six years what I wanted to do. I focused on it, and that's now what I do still to this day. So it's, you know, that one I've pretty much got nailed down, and I do enjoy it. The This part of, you know, what I hope to do in the future and continue to do into my retirement at some point is, did I focus on the right thing? So um, I think that's something important that everybody needs to look at. The the next point, number two, really struck me. Angel yeah. Angel and I have Very had so. a difficult two, uh, 2020 uh, almost for the first, seemed like seven days into every day, there was somebody we knew or or were closely related to our friend that passed away. Yeah. It was bang, bang. It was, it was terrible. We had to do a funeral last week of a dear friend who was 52 years old, beautiful man. Uh, and it, it, but this, so number two is called focusing too much on my resume rather than my eulogy. And you see that at first you think, Ooh, that's weird. But I love the concept of it is that exactly what it means. We sit back and we think I want to have president of this, or I want to be a successful businessman right now versus how will people remember me at my eulogy? Was I a good father? Did I spend time? Did I become a mean person? Mm-hmm. Um, one of the one of the struggles I have, and I understand the entrepreneurial mindset, and this is just me. I'm being transparent. Uh, we all know people. We've sat down maybe at a lunch, a power lunch, and you talk to that entrepreneur who is just, I don't need you. I'm a hot shot. I'm doing whatever. And you you feel a little bit, at least for me, I feel like, well, I'm I don't want to be like you, sir. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to put people down and, yep. and 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 they all ultimately end up becoming people who start businesses every 10 minutes. And I I do want to be that person that they may not say Ondo Media was the biggest company in the world or or Premier Podcast did amazing things. I hope it does. I, but I really want them to say uh, my concept with these things. I wanted to be a better father. I wanted to have time with my kids. Uh, and and when I did my job, I try to do a, be fair to everyone. And I was fun to work with. Yeah, I'm, I struggle with distance. I struggle with looking that far into the future because so many things come in and, and change. I used to have a goal of 2018. That was my goal, you know, because my son graduated and my daughter was and there was all these things of 2018 and then 2000, not 18, 15. Okay, really, you're gonna have to edit all this out. Um, 2015 was a big year. Yes, because my daughter. Do- well, that's when we got married. No, there was, it had to be, it had to be 18. I'm trying to, because that's when I celebrated my 25. Well, and Zach graduated in 18. So Abby and, graduated, and, Zach graduated. And Abby got married. And Abby got married. These are our kids, by the way, in case yeah. you're wondering. And I turned 50. And I had 25 years in yeah. and I could technically retire. So that year had been built up 
from I can't remember when. And now it's already done and gone. And here we are almost, and it's now going to be two years later. Uh, so sometimes I struggle with you, that. You ran off the map. Yeah. It's like, now what? So yeah. you're always doing the now what? But again, my goal, like John said, is I want to, how will people remember me? Not so much for what I did or what you do. Yeah. What I do, it's she was funny, she was kind, mm-hmm. um, and she made a hell of a good cake. Well, and you know, that's, uh, I think that's an important part. So if you're in fear, uh, folk in your, and it's, it's, and I know this, I'm sitting here looking at four Emmys on my wall, and I know that sounds really, you know, self conscious or whatever, but. It was a big deal when I finally won my first Emmy. It was well, of course it, it is. It was almost because I had tr- I had it's a validation. But I spent 15 years to get one. I yeah. no, multiple nominations, never won, and when I finally got one, it was like boom! Finally, I got that. And once you have that Emmy winning status on your on your resume, it's a big deal. And then I and then I won three others, so I've got four, and it's it's a beautiful thing. And but uh, but I just I go back to. You know, who cares ultimately if you're a jerk? <laughs> well, it's not that you're going to have on your tombstone, he won four Emmys. I actually was planning on that, oh. actually. <laughs> but, but hopefully it would be something, you know, father, husband. It'll probably be some kind of hashtag. Probably with, with Jimmy Buffett, fins to the yeah, left or something. Yeah, exactly. Any Hoosier, number three, committing to a large expense. So oh. I handle the expenses for Ondo Media. This, this and, is not going to be good. No. And I handle the expenses just in our general household. And I will excitingly have start handling expenses for um, Premier Podcast. So I think, again, you know, committing to big money is a fear for everybody. I yeah. mean, we already have a business loan that's kind of clearing up a bunch of old stuff from years ago for Ondo Media. And, I mean, and we're paying it off and we're making it happen. So if you read the book by Damon John from Shark Tank, The Power Broke, yes. he talks a lot about the importance of trying not to get into partnerships that end up taking your money from you mm-hmm. and loans. So now you can't pay yourself because you're paying the bank first. And so I, I've always been very cautious. Uh, and it's still yet, I'll, Angel will tell you, I, I still cry at night that I'm like, I've got this debt that I wish was paid off. But on the flip side, if somebody says we have an opportunity to go do something in California or New York, and it feels like it could pay for itself and it would be a good buy. Well, we're doing it. So that's just good entrepreneurship, good business. So yeah. number four is the next one. And I have to say being in a uh, consumer industry like baking or a bakery is legal action. Mm. So the fourth one is legal action. And that does, it does concern me. I mean, it's, you know, people, one person says one wrong thing or one person has an allergic reaction. And you're done. You're done. And it's over. So you, Again, you have to protect yourself and make sure that you have all those things in place. And that's the key to legal It's just literally make sure you have all your, you know, T's crossed and yep. I's dotted and all that fun stuff. And, and that should be a fear that is, you know, left to the side as long as you have all the right things in place. Um, we're on to next one is overwhelming or drowning in opportunity. Oh, this is a good one. And I think for, I don't say for me so much other than I do sometimes overcommit to things again because I am doing a full-time job and then I have to take time off to do the side gig it doesn't make sense but I think this is one of John's fears coming up with having launched this new uh, piece of the business with Premier Podcast is that once it gets legs and starts to and starts to run how is he going to be able to maintain 
Ondo Media, along with Premier Podcast. Like having a little baby tiger, and it's cute, and it's cuddly, and the next thing you know, it's like, I've got to spend all my time... Making sure it doesn't eat you alive. Doesn't eat me alive and everybody else I know. Yep. Uh, I always have to go back to core values. Do I know what I'm doing? Is Am I offering too much? And, the, the you know, we all know this saying, and I live by, keep it simple, stupid. Now, this next one you want to talk about, number six, imposter syndrome. Yeah, I feel like an imposter almost every time I bake something, and I know that sounds really goofy for having a business that does this, but I am not a professional chef. I have not been to culinary school. I have not been taught. I um, have not been taught how to filmmake either, and I've got Emmys on the show. I so. understand that. But um, that is one of my biggest struggles where I overanalyze. I had a complete basic panic attack, if you will, on Friday this week when someone was picking up a cake because we had so much back and forth about different things. And then they were very price conscious. And I literally gave away the store in some degree for what I did um, and what they ended up paying for it. And I probably probably eked out maybe $10 at the end of it for my profit when it came. But it, I was, I said, why am I doing this? I have no right to, to charge more because right. I'm not a chef. But so you, that's yeah. where I struggle. And that is my continual struggle. John has 35 years plus experience in what he's doing. He learned when he was young, he went through all that. I still feel and that's, that's just my biggest fear of this well, entire list. For those of you dealing with imposter syndrome, here's what I would suggest. And this is what I say to Angel all the time. It's not about your degree. They're not paying for your degree. They are paying for the product and the and the experience of the moment. So for those of you who feel like you're imposters, and I'm going to bet a lot of you listening to this who think you are aren't because you probably make an amazing product, but you feel like, Oh, I skipped a step or something. That's cool. Does That's cool if you skipped a step and you're actually able to knock it out of the park. Are mm-hmm. you knocking it out of the park with your customers? Do you have customers who say, I love your stuff? Then stop believing the lie that you're an imposter. Number seven, fear of not being prepared. Oh, that's he- me. That's not John ever. No, and, and, and here's the reason it's not me. I'm never prepared. I, <laughs> I'm... <laughs> He's never afraid because he never well, is. Well, and, and this is... Which and, is not true, and if, but... Well, it is and it isn't. So I was not the kid in school who studied a lot for tests. That was... You know, that's why I wasn't an A student. I typically winged... I wing a lot of my life. And and I, I still prepare, but I part of my reason I think I do so well doing what I do is I don't walk in with a... a here's our 10-point plan, and then somebody says, we're taking point three out, and then you lose your mind. Um, I believe that you got to be nimble and if somebody says hey we're taking part three out okay cool let's let's roll with it we'll figure it out i find myself because of my point six problem of feeling like an imposter at times i end up in the oh god i'm not prepared and when i so the again a last couple of cakes one cake we talked about that i had several months ago that was the biggest endeavor i'd ever done and the amount of research and the amount of time and the the videos that I found and that I watched and rewatched and watched again. And the same thing, I had a cake that I delivered on Saturday and I had only watched a few videos, but I was wide awake on Saturday morning going, oh my God, oh my God. And then they wanted to pick it up early. And I'm like, you can't pick it up early because I don't think I'm going to be ready. And then I was like, yeah, how about if I deliver it? Because I don't think I'm going to be ready. And I wasn't, and I wasn't prepared um, even though I thought I had, I couldn't get the color right on the frosting and I couldn't, you know, certain things that, but I felt like I had prepared. So just, it depends. And I, I have that constant fear that I'm, 
if because everything I've done is never something I've done before. Almost seventy five percent of everything I'm asked to do is something I've never done before. The baking part is one thing; it's the decorating part that I've never done before. So I get because everyone's I get different. A, sure, I get a little twitchy, and every one of my productions is different. So I'm always like, "How will this turn out? What will they think?" Yep. Uh, so I guess it's like everything in life, whether it's it's. Uh, marriage or alcohol or whatever there's balance required Mm -hmm. and i think you do need to have a little bit of preparedness uh but you also need to have a little bit of uh, fly by the seat of your pants definitely and uh, oftentimes we all know people who are on both sides of that the people who do not prepare at all and frustrate the heck out of us and then the other people who are like okay we'd like to change the plan and their heads explode and you're like i can't deal with you either Having that balance of I'm going to prepare, but I'm not going to over prepare. I'm going to balance it with okay. I know they may be changing the plan on me, and then an over prepared person says, "I I need to put all those scenarios in my head." And like, no, don't. You know, it just be able to respond and uh, and say, "Hey, you know what? I wasn't expecting this. Let me have a, a little bit of time to analyze that real fast, and I'll get right back with you, and we'll figure it out." Because you know, don't forget if they come to you with a last minute change, that means they're not prepared or mm-hmm. something changed with them. Exactly. Uh, number number eight, and I can certainly, I don't have yeah. a whole lot to add on this, is not having enough work to support my team. Uh, I don't want to ever have to lay off someone. I've I, In the past, I've had to fire and lay off employees at a larger company that I was told, John, you need to cut the staff or something. It's never fun. It's not something I want to do. It's certainly not something I, I want to do. Uh, with our new company that we're starting. Yeah, and again, that's probably one of the, probably not one of my top five reasons for not wanting to have my own bakery. In this scenario of having enough work to support people, that that would be a huge, that would be, again, that's one of my, why would you never open your own? Well, because then I, what would happen, you know, if I had to, if I had to get rid of somebody. And, and, what, I, and I just, I can't take on that responsibility at this advanced age. Well, and, and, there's times I probably should have hired people and I didn't. Yes. Uh, and that's difficult too because I was afraid that's going to make the cost, the project cost too much. Yep. And there's, there are times I have regretted that. One of my favorite productions I've done recently was we did a large production. We had to, I had to hire uh, a production team with me. We had like five people working with us on it. It was a big deal. Uh, mm-hmm. I could not have done that myself, and it nope. couldn't, and it could not have gone more smoothly. Mm-hmm. It was enjoyable for everyone, and, and and the product was fantastic, and the product was great, and it, it, yeah, I still made the same amount of money, even though we had to charge more because of all the expenses. But boy, that was fun because I knew I could ha- I could control what I needed to control, and the rest was taken care of. So, this is again, this is an article that was in Forbes. It's the uh, basically the eight uh, uh, major uh, concerns for entrepreneurs, fears, and uh, you can. Uh, it's written by the Young Entrepreneur Council, and so if uh, you want to look that up and, and find out what they said, th- these were just kind of our thoughts on that. But we'd like to know what you're thinking. 2020 is a very uh, it's a very bullish year. Uh, it could be a very exciting year for small businesses, and I hope it is for yours. Uh, we have launched a new business in hopes of of expanding our territory with Premier Podcast. Uh, and if you want to hear, uh, I have my own podcast, The Podcast Evangelist. You can find it on uh, iTunes, and where we talk specifically about how to improve your podcast. And if you're somebody who has a podcast or thinking about starting one, uh, boy, talk to us because we're interested in helping small businesses expand. And podcasting is a great way for to market. Not a great way to make money, but a great way to market your products. So 
uh, premierpodcast.com. That's premier with the extra E if you want to find out about that. Angel's Custom Cupcakes are uh, is her site. And if you're in the central Ohio area, she'd love to make you a cupcake or a cake. Or a cake. Why not? Why not? <laughs> and uh, Ondo Media is also another presentation we're with. But again, we would love to hear from you. We'd like to know what's going on. Uh, we're going to be doing some conventions coming up uh, with Premier Podcast and some of our other stuff. And if you're in the area, we'd love to find out. And we'd love to find out what we could talk about with you. And if you would like to be a guest on our show, please contact us. Oh, yeah. John. We love having people. John. Sorry. Oh, no, it's good. John at OndoMedia.com and talk to Angel and tell us about things. I know a lot of cupcake folks listen to us, and uh, nothing would make her happier to sit there and talk about fondant and uh, uh, and squirting cupcakes and all the stuff that she does <laughs> when she does that. So I really hate it when he says squirting cupcakes. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's just not a good word. Well, it's, uh, you can follow us on Instagram as well and on Facebook. And, uh, man, we just hope... You're not living in fear. That's the biggest thing, and we hope we encourage you today. So until we talk to you next time, keep living the dream. Connect with John and Angel via Facebook and Instagram, and let us know your thoughts. Marketing Media and Cupcakes is a production of Ando Media.